0: You have to educate your children on the world as it exists today and how it got to that space. But my child doesn't need the same tools that I needed growing up. Mm -hmm. I needed certain tools to survive my area that my child doesn't need growing up in a different environment. Mm -hmm. But also they have to know their history and have a sense of what it took to get to this place and have compassion for others. The right. most important thing, I think, out of all this, is to teach compassion and to identify with everyone's struggle and mm-hmm. to know these people made these sacrifices to be where we are and to push that forward for us. I believe that's the most important thing to show them because they don't have to know things that I right. knew growing up, like being tough. Like,
1: Yeah, there was... A lot of instances that I would you got beat, beat up, up coming home from school, beat up in bathroom, beat up in the hallways, shoved in the lockers, you know, just for you know, for the most part, man, you know, just being the new kid. I think that, uh, you know, it was there was certainly like a, a rebellious, like youthful rage, kind of in me, and there was also, you know, the the fact of the uh, the no getting away from fact that. I am white, you know, and this is predominantly black music, you know, and people telling me you don't belong, like you're not gonna succeed because you're this color, then you wanna show those people that, you know, that you that you can and you will. Hip hop has always been about bragging and boasting and I'm better than you with this and I'm better than you with that. And I finally found something that, yeah, this kid over here, you know, he may have more chicks, like he may have better clothes or whatever, but he can't do this like me. You know what I mean? He can't write. What I'm writing right now, and it started to feel like, you know, maybe Marshall's getting a little respect. I mean, yeah, early on I went through like quite a bit of that, but I mean, I, I think that at the end of the day, I guess if if you, as long as you, if your heart is in it and you, you know, you just keep persevering, you know, you, you're gonna break through. I mean, it wasn't easy, you know what I mean? But I just I, I kept at it, you know. I got booed off stage. It was, you know, many times like, you know, as. I, did in the movie like certain you know yeah. how long did it take do you think before you got good enough uh, to think okay this is working now how, how many times you, did you have bad on stage experiences maybe a couple so i'm that pretty many. awesome <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's almost like you almost have to give your happiness up to accomplish your goals right when you do in anything if you want to be the best garbage can collector in the world anytime you want to be the best in the world or anything it's going to be disappointment there's a lot of competition and there's going to be guys that peak at a younger age that you, he's going to blow you away when he's a kid and then it's going to come the time when you're experienced enough the next thing you know you start blowing everybody if anybody gets their time. I,
1: I heard a story that you wanted to buy a watch and at this point you would sold millions of albums that you wanted to buy a watch. Story. Is that true? You called up your manager to see if you could afford to buy the watch. Yeah. I think it was a I think it was a Rolex. Was it a Rolex? And I asked him, could I afford it? Because I, they make fun of me for it, but I'm for real. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, this is the whole money thing. All that stuff was brand new to me. You're giving hip-hop a bad name here. You need to step it up if you diamonds. I, I listen, I said I bought a Rolex, right? That's not a cheap watch. <laughs> not I still cheap. have that Rolex. I don't wear it because I don't want to get a scratch on it. <laughs> is that right? But is that true? Yeah. So what are you wearing right now? This is a G-Shock. It's probably about a hundred dollars. Right. It takes a special kind of person, and it takes a special kind of commitment. You know what yeah, I'm saying?
0: commitment is, um... Well, it's my soulmate. it's the person I love. You know, you can be in love with someone, you can love someone and you're not, and if you haven't experienced love and you don't understand it and you don't have the tools to move forward, then you're gonna have complications, period. And if you, you can either address it or you can pretend until it blows up at some point. You know, for us, we chose to fight for our love, for our family, to give our kids a different outcome, you know, to break that that cycle. Um, for black men and women, you know, just to see a different outcome, like you were saying. It's not this celebrity, we were never a celebrity couple. We were a couple who just happened to be celebrities. That's beautiful, Like,
1: like real people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Something about the pen and paper to me, it's better just because I can look at all my ideas and I can see them. I can keep ideas on my phone too, but like I don't feel like, oh man, what was that thing I said that one day? For me, I remember which side of the page it's on. I just, I keep a book and write my ideas down in that because I'll at least remember, oh, it was at the beginning of the book? Or it was it towards the middle? And I remember what side of the page it's on. When I get ideas, I might get a, a track sent to me, somebody might do a beat, and I hear the beat, and it's like, oh, none of my, I like this beat, but none of my ideas I got already are gonna go to this, so I need to make new ones. So that's how a lot of things don't get you. I don't know how I would describe my flow. I think that uh, I developed the flow from so many other different artists. Like, I was inspired by, like, I would have to say, like early on, LL, Beastie Boys, run DMC, and then it became, you know, and Rakim, and then it uh, kind of started going into, uh, maybe, Cool G-Rap, Karis One, uh, Tretch from Naughty By Nature, so I had, a, you know, I was a student of hip-hop, so it was like, I just, I watched, I studied what everybody did in the game, and just, you know, try to develop my own kind of sound, and it took me a long time to get, but you know, I just kind of watched what everybody was doing. Was kind of just a sponge and soaked up and everything. I think my number one goal, getting into hip hop, would be uh, just to uh, to get the respect from other MCs. That's kind of what I rapped for. I was very into the technical part of MCing and wanted to get, you know, the respect from my peers. And I think that that's probably pretty much the same thing that I do it for today. You know. The first time I grabbed a mic, like in front of actual people that mattered, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. at, a, at a club, I got booed. I remember that. It was very traumatic for me. So I just remember that being so f- traumatic, and I think I went home like, man, I'm, I'm, I quit. Right. And then you know, maybe a couple days later, week later, hour later, <laughs> whatever <laughs> it was, I don't know. I just, I got to Earth like, nah, man, I gotta, I gotta get up, gotta do it again. That's right. Thank God.
0: There's a knowing in being an artist. There's a knowing. You can't guess. You can't think. There's a knowing. You have to know that even if it doesn't work today, tomorrow, this artist that I played that weren't popular at the time, that I played more than I play current artists. Shuggy Otis. I suggest you just go look up Shuggy Otis. He was amazing, and at the time it wasn't this hugely popular thing. But I think we. we I think when it all is said and done we will play that music more than any other music, right? So you have to have this knowing that, okay, it may not work today, it may not work tomorrow, but this is the right thing and this is what I'm doing and this is what's feeding me. So I'll, that, that would be the best advice that I can, I can give you, that knowing, just, just believe in what you're doing. And if you don't believe in it, then you're not doing it. You, you, you haven't figured out the thing that you do best yet. When you feel it and when you know, no one can tell you. It, you only have to be right once. Um, I, I got up around eight, <laughs> had some breakfast, went random out, it was really tough. I just a came mile. from Aspen. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to touch it a little bit. I mean, everyone can't be like you, man. Um, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone, it's gone away. So, you know, uh, ran a out, then I went to um, the office, read a bunch of emails, read some more emails, <laughs> downloaded some music, legally. <laughs> um, uh, had a, a meeting with, um, with some great people, I don't really say their name yet. After that, I uh, listened to some music, went to the studio, had dinner, oh, went to the Nets game, we won, we're, we're up 3-2, thank you very much. Um, Went to sleep. Good good day, full day. Great day. Great day.
1: (laughs) I feel like I don't know what it would be right now because I'm still going, you know? So, I mean, if I was asked this question a few years ago, it might have been different. You know, it's always going to be different. I don't know what it is exactly that, you know, my legacy would be or whatever. But I think that if, if I had to choose what I'd like to be remembered as, um, I think maybe just somebody who stood up for what they believed in as far as freedom of speech and don't, you know, don't back down and take sh- from nobody and just, you know, just do you.